Today on the podcast, I want to talk about a very interesting company that I have actually covered in the past, and it's called Humane. And the reason why Humane, I think, is making so many waves is that it's a hardware startup. And a lot of times when we talk about AI and the implications of AI, we're talking about a lot of different software startups, right? Different AI models that do different interesting things. And Humane is taking a slightly different approach where they're actually creating a hardware product, which is kind of like a little puck that you put into your pocket of your shirt. It's got a little camera. It's got a little projector. Um, it uses AI to do a lot of different things. Um, you know, in the past, we saw a demo of it at during a TED Talk, um, but we've gotten a bunch of new information about this. Um, it's called the AI Pin. They did a press release. We've got some new information about it. And I think really interestingly, we learned about, you know, who's behind it um, from a development side and also from an investment side. And I think this is important because of some of the features that this is this AI is planning on doing. So today on the podcast, I'm going to cover all of that um, and tell you a little bit more. So without further ado, let's jump into it. The first thing to know is that this startup was launched by ex-Apple design and engineering duo Iram Chaudhry and also Bethany Bongorno. Um, and they released a bunch of new kind of the, a bunch of new features and tools or information about it today. And what's I think really important to know is that this is not a new product. You know, this isn't just something that's jumped onto the scenes because of the big AI hype wave that we're seeing recently in, you know, Silicon Valley and other places. This is something that has been worked on since around 2018 when it was originally founded. Um, and they essentially kind of unveiled this and they were bringing a whole bunch of ex-Apple employees on to this team um, that originally were responsible for iPhones, you know, touchscreen keyboard and a lot of different um, tools, including, you know, iCloud and Apple Pay and Home and some other things. So, you know, it has a pretty solid team coming from Apple. Um, when you look at their marketing stuff and the, how they're talking about what they're doing, you definitely get Apple vibes from the whole thing. Um, and so this kind of wearable gadget uh, with a projector display is going to be really interesting. But I did want to talk about really quickly who is behind this because I think that is really important. So right now, this is a San Francisco-based company. They have around 200 people in their workforce, a little bit more than that. And they've raised $230 million, which, you know, respect is a, is a sizable sum of money. But compared to a lot of other AI, you know, models, like you look at Inflection AI that's raised over $1.5 billion dollars, um, of course, that's the second highest, so it's hard to compete with that. But I think this 200 million range is where we see actually a lot of other AI startups. So this is a pretty solid place. And they're getting their money from um, Salesforce CEO Mark Benioff, Kindred Ventures, SK Networks, LG Technology Ventures, Microsoft, Volvo Cars Fund, or Volvo Cars Tech Fund, Tiger Global, Qualcomm Ventures, and OpenAI's CEO and co-founder Sam Altman. So this is important because of what they're planning on integrating with this uh, technology. But this is what they actually said about it. They said, the AI pin is a connected and intelligent cloth-based wearable device, um, uses a range of sensors to enable contextual and ambient compute interactions. That's what they said in their kind of press release. They also said, the AI pin is a type of standalone device with a software platform that harnesses the power of AI to enable innovative personal computing experiences. Now, this might be one of their biggest um, value propositions to their device, but in my opinion, it's like one of the things I'm the least excited about and that I have the most criticism is the fact that 
you know, this does a lot of things that smartphones can do, but they're just saying, yeah, but we can do them with like less touches and you can do it faster and we'll have a button to do the thing instead of you having to pull up an app on your phone. But like a lot of the things that this does, a lot of the technology is just what you would find as apps on your smartphone. So I think that might be an area they'll find hard to compete with people. Um, but they're, but I guess their whole approach to this is that, you know, this thing doesn't have a screen. And so it's, you know, not supposed to get in the way of your life. You're not supposed to be like interacting with this on your phone all the time. It's just meant to be like a tool to help you do a, a number of different tasks. So if we kind of pull away all their marketing jargon that they say, essentially, assuming that all of their claims are actually going to work the way they say they are, this is going to be able to do a lot of um, tasks, including voice commands um, that they'll be able to activate voice commands with a tap. Um, the AI pin is designed to clip onto your breast pocket of your shirt, and it can offer a summary of emails and, you know, a summary of your calendar invites. It's going to be able to translate between different languages and answer and place phone calls. One feature that they that they've kind of teased, which again, I've seen other AI companies sort of working on this, is the ability for you to, you know, talk in one in your native language and then it will translate that for you to someone you're speaking to but it doesn't just translate it um you know and use a random voice it actually uses it takes ai and it essentially clones your voice and allows you to talk in another language this is actually something that we've recently seen out of 11 labs and 11 labs does have an api so this while this was incredible technology when they announced this at their ted talk earlier um this year this is now technology that almost anyone is going to be able to do essentially that feature using the API from 11 labs. So I think uh, I would love for them to be successful. It's kind of a cool idea and product. But the thing is, when you work with hardware, it's a lot. It's There's a lot of challenges um, to working with hardware. And I think the hardware side of this might actually be slowing them down from uh, the software side. And they're trying to do so many different things that there's so many other companies that do all of these software aspects. So I could easily see someone, you know, they might spend a lot of time. They're this Apple company working on this since 2018. They might release this perfect Apple-like device that some people think is super cool, premium. Obviously, it's going to be expensive. A lot of people use. But I could also see a lot of people just cobble together a clone run on Android um, using APIs to a bunch of different AI engines that does a lot of the same stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how they compete against that. Um, in any case... Thanks to the camera and computer vision-powered software, the AI pin can also recognize objects around it, um, like food nutrition labels, and it uses a built-in projector and depth sensors, and so it's actually going to be able to project an interactive interface onto nearby surfaces. So, for example, you could hold out your phone, it'll project, or your, your um, palm, it'll project onto your hand um, or onto the surface of the table around you, you know, different uh, things it would like to tell you. So... Uh, in their press release, they said, our AI pin represents an opportunity for people to take AI with them everywhere and unlock a new era of personal mobile computing, which is seamless, screenless, and sensing. Um, Humane also revealed that just recently that they're collaborating with Qualcomm. So this is, you know, at the beginning, we talked about all the people that invested in them. This is why those people invested in them, and this is the collaborations they're doing. So they are, this is very interesting. They're actually collaborating with Qualcomm to develop uh, the AI pins internal hardware, um, which is there's an unnamed chip from Call Qualcomm's Snapdragon series that's going to power this device. And Humane's promising more info to come later in the year ahead of the device's launch. But this is really interesting. So they got Qualcomm to invest in them. And then, you know, Qualcomm is also helping to actually develop uh, the chip that is going inside of this 
which I think is, you know, obviously a great, uh, a great partnership. So it will also have, um, well, okay. So according to the, the product manager, Ziad Asghar from Qualcomm, he's Qualcomm's SVP of product management. He said Humane's AI pin will deliver a superior AI experience with the advent of generative AI. Humane's AI pin and user experience takes excellent advantage of some of the key strengths of on-device AI and uses real-time contextual information to provide the users with exciting personalized AI use cases. Now, you know, if Qualcomm really does develop a specialized chip for this device, perhaps it will be able to beat um, phones in a way, you know, like iPhones won't actually have a powerful enough chip to do some of this on-device AI computing. Right. So, I mean, even if you're looking at something like 11 labs, a lot of times this is being computed by 11 labs, you know, cloud infrastructure and you're getting an API to that. And so if you wanted this thing to be really conversational and uh, repeat what you said immediately, 11 labs might have a leg there. Maybe this will be faster. So maybe that's another benefit they have. They've also announced partnerships with SK Network and Microsoft to bring its platforms and services to market. Microsoft's going to be supplying their cloud processing power and SK Networks is going to be handling their distribution. Um, they have also have a collaboration with OpenAI to integrate some of OpenAI's tech into their device, whatever form that ends up taking. I'm not 100% sure. And LG is also working with Humane on the research and development of this entire uh, project um, and for the next phase of its product lifecycle, as well as helping them adapt their tech to smart home devices, which is really interesting. Then, of course, they did get an investment from Volvo, um, and Volvo is teaming up with them to kind of collaborate on some potential automotive industry offerings, right? So perhaps they'll integrate this into different Volvo vehicles or other things, which I think will be very interesting. So Humane is definitely a company to watch. Uh, they have a very solid team. They have some very solid and serious backers. Um, so I think they have a, you know, a really high chance of being able to succeed given all of the resources and what they're building. But I do think they're definitely going to have to answer the question of how do they compete against APIs to standard software and just to all of the power and apps that we have on our phones today. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode, breaking down how AI is impacting your industry. Today's episode is sponsored by AI Box, a no-code AI app builder and marketplace, which just launched a crowdfunding campaign. If you are interested in investing in a new AI startup, you can go to republic.com slash AI dash box. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well to learn more. The minimum investment is $150 and the maximum investment is $100,000. Until next time, have a fantastic day.